0: Can we get caught by him? What does that yeah, mean? You know how Matt tries to catch us every single time? Oh, um, I know. He starts to record. Ah, he started right recording. We got him. We got him yeah. that time. He didn't get us. <laughs> oh, man. We laid the trap and he started recording right as we said we weren't going to be caught. Oh, so we didn't get caught. We right? knew it was we coming. Didn't.
1: We didn't. We did. Yeah. My my sweet boys drinking their energy drinks this evening. Trevor, are you drinking coffee over there?
0: I no, I didn't. I was too busy oh. trying to get my laptop set up, so I didn't even grab a drink. I don't have a drink.
1: Okay, well,
0: so Matt I did drink three cups of coffee during the game, though. <laughs> then you're probably that mostly. Fine. That was mostly for head headache purposes. Okay, I, I don't have a headache
2: anymore, so we're good. Oh, good. Welcome to uh, episode. <laughs> Twenty-seven, I think. Yeah, twenty-seven. Well, that's what we call the crossbar.
1: Wow, that's actually that's a great number. Um, I think.
2: Yeah, it's uh nine three times. That's pretty cool.
1: It's a very special number to me, but I'll I'll talk about that later.
2: Oh. (laughs) Yeah. Well, (laughs) should we talk about it now in social hour?
1: (laughs) Yes. Well, okay. First of all, um. Trevor, I just wanted to wish you a, birthday, a happy early birthday on Friday. Um, oh, it's
0: not my birthday on Friday.
1: Oh, I thought we had the same birthday.
0: No, why would you think that?
1: <laughs> Do you see what um, I've done here? <laughs> it's it's my birthday on Friday, Trevor. That was, that
0: was when you were supposed to be saying, Kyle, happy see, early birthday. Kyle, happy early birthday. But what you did was make me think that we had a previous conversation about this. Okay. where something led you to believe that my birthday was this Friday. So I was trying to rack my brain to find out okay. to, to remember any such conversation cuz anyway, <laughs> Kyle, I got it. I know. It's it's a gra- it's a
1: great bit from the office. It's a funny funny joke, oh, but that's um
0: that's why I didn't pick up on it.
1: Yeah, if only if only it had been uh Peaky Blinders season seventeen. Then Trevor would have gotten it. Probably not. Still okay. Well, <laughs> in any case, um, uh, yes. The reason why twenty seven is special to me is because I'm going to be no longer twenty seven in like two days, and it makes me
2: sad actually. So I'm
1: very excited for you. Thank you. I'm not happy.
2: Early birthday. <sighs> Thanks.
1: Thanks. I'll be honest. I legitimately thought you were like thirty two years old. <laughs> Nice. That's good, I think. I'd rather be not 32.
2: You're much more mature than Trevor and I so. Yeah, wow. I, and me,
1: sorry.
0: I thought you were older
2: than me.
1: I am I am the nephew of the podcast, so um I think the smart good. guy
0: of the podcast.
1: Ne- yes, you're the you're the patriarch, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: I'm I'm the creepy weird uncle, right?
1: Yeah, um poor cool, boy. That's uh, what we
0: decided once. Or like uh, that was to, I, wasn't uh, I don't say. remember something to do with an uncle. Yeah, yeah. We mentioned it once. I was an uncle at some point.
2: Yeah, so it's strange, uncle. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, so that's that's something that's happening to me socially, is my birthday. I hate birthdays, very against them. Um, well,
0: happy birthday, Kyle! Thank you. What are I you so doing to celebrate it? your birthday?
1: I my whole celebration was tonight. I was banking it on the. Uh, I just really for my birthday, uh, I really wanted to see Mike Pence and Kamala Harris just go at it, mano a mano. That's well, all I wanted. Just kidding. That was. Um, I actually turned that off in order to watch the RSL game, and oddly, I think I made the right decision. But boy, that was uh, that was a brutal. It was just a brutal <laughs> evening all around. But Trevor, take you It's a, a,
0: a catch-22. That's what it is, right? Where it's like it really terrible was. decisions? Yes. That's and what you had tonight.
1: Yep, it was. And so I did a little bit of both. Well, I guess I watched the entire RSL game, unfortunately. But to answer yeah. your real question, um, Carly and I are uh, going to Colorado tomorrow, uh, going to Rocky Mountain National Park, um, staying over for the – till Sunday – um it's gonna be great and uh yes other than that socially uh got got a cup of tea here um boy what else has been going on not a lot guys FIFA oh the new FIFA came out FIFA 21
0: my uh, roommate asked me about that the other day he asked me if I was a big FIFA fan and long story short not really (laughs)
1: <laughs> that is a long story. Thank you for <laughs> taking the time to share it with us. Um, yeah, it's it's good. It's uh, right now with Ultimate Team. I've I have a very English heavy team, which kind of just happened uh, on accident. But um, it's working out well for me so far. I feel like twenty one is uh, a game more suited to my uh, aging lack of skills than twenty was. So having fun so far.
2: So the engine changed a little bit then, yeah, just
1: slightly. I mean, it always—they always have to like at least do something just to say they're doing something, and yeah. instead of just being a roster update, basically. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's good. It's 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 fun. What are uh, what are you guys up to? Who's going to answer first?
2: I'll answer first. Yes, there we go. Nothing. Well, not not nothing. Um, I have been playing Mario 35, which is basically. Right. Uh, If you played Tetris 99, it's very similar, Uh, except instead of playing Tetris, you're playing uh, the original Super Mario Bros. Uh, And I've taken second, but not first. So I feel moderately good about that. But you're playing in real time against 34 other people. Or is it 35? Anyway, 34 or 35 people. Um, And you send enemies to other people's screens by killing enemies it's uh much more exciting than it sounds i uh I just made it sound like the dullest game. no
1: that does sound good because i and i was i was wondering about that because i uh carly's been playing a switch a lot because she's been playing animal crossing i think it's like the only video game she's ever liked other than sims um and uh, apparently stems back to some uh some pretty intense uh battle she had with her older brother who refused to let her play tony hawk when she was very young so um never been a big video game person but uh i was looking on the switch and i saw super mario 35 and i was like huh that looks pretty good so now i kind of want to get it
2: yeah it's fun and it's free
1: yeah I, I like that yeah we like the free trevor what's going on with you man
0: i don't know um here's the thing every <laughs> single this happens every single time i like Try to think of this, because I don't want to answer the question with, I don't know. I came up with something that happened, and I don't remember what it was. So, I don't know. I can tell you, though, that I was mad at the last episode after we recorded, because I gave that answer, (laughs) and that wasn't true at all. I did something very exciting before we recorded the last episode, and I just totally forgot to tell you guys about it. Tell us about it. So, I went to uh, Reno for a trip. I took some time off of work, and I went out to Reno because it's close. Oh, you and did tell us about there. this. Did I tell you guys? I don't think I told you about it on the pod. Yeah, didn't you? Did I, did I tell you about? Okay, well, did I tell you that I went out and played poker and lost a whole bunch of money? Oh, maybe no, I think that makes sense. I
1: think you because did, didn't we talk about Tahoe and everything? Is not that like a thing we? Uh... I think I told you
0: guys that I was planning on going. Oh, then actually like tell like you about before the trip. you went. That's yeah. right. Okay, so I did actually go, and it turns out that. I played poker a lot, and I lost a lot of money. But it was a lot of fun, so it was worth it. And I <laughs> didn't have to work for a few days, and that was the only goal. I didn't really care about the money; I just wanted to go okay, out and play poker good. for a couple of days. So that's nice.
1: That's nice. And did you? I, I what? Did, did you stay in like a at the hotel and like the the casino? Did it was it like the whole thing? Did you do? Yeah, that it was full? like
0: a there was a casino resort that I stayed at, and um yeah it was really nice i've never wow. stayed at like a all-inclusive like resort before so i kind of decided to do it up i've never ordered room service and i ordered it like four times and
1: wow i've never done
2: that either it's yeah, great it's really highly recommended as part Except of like, for the breakfast Ben. But...
0: yeah it's part of like the the they like charge you for the room but then they also charge you like for the resort fees and the resort fees basically go towards like additional they basically just force you to spend extra money so that you can like take advantage of it so i basically just used that on room service nice. and just ordered room service a couple times and it was an experience <laughs> but yeah we went down um i played poker in the casino that was the only gambling i did because that's the only gambling that's not true i did play some sports bets <laughs> of but course. i didn't like place i didn't like play any slots <laughs> or anything like that because that's garbage um, yes I just played poker for like, I think I did the math and it came out to like 20 hours across three days that I played. Yeah. It was a lot of poker. I did play I, in a uh, tournament and I did take second. So that was good. But everything what? other than that, I did not do very good. <laughs> okay. That's cool. But it was fun. I had fun. I'm glad I went. Nice, man. That's a good time. I want
1: to, we still need to do a gambling episode.
0: So oh, we eat, do. Eat, That'd eat be tries.
1: fun. Uh, I thought but...
0: about like, Doing a whole outline and like really, really going into the detail outline. about it. Absolutely. And then I just didn't do the outline. So, hey,
1: it's <laughs> fine. Maybe we can do that another. There's not going to be uh, anything to distract us from what we have to talk about, you know? You know what I'm saying?
2: And what is it we have to talk about tonight?
1: We're recording this directly. Yeah. We're recording this directly after the RSL versus Sounders FC game that took place in Seattle tonight on October 7th, 2020. I'm trying to draw this out so I don't have to talk about it, but it was miserable again. Um, Yeah. But we should probably talk about the other
0: one that happened first. The other much better one to talk about. <laughs>
2: um, and by much better, you mean the last match, which I've written on our outline.
1: The last uh, match, which was LAFC
2: at Rio Tinto Stadium. And the, the thing that ties these two games together, an own goal.
1: Yes. We have not, I was going to say Real that Salt Lake, both of
2: them. Pretty embarrassing. That too.
1: Real Salt Lake, a Real Salt Lake player has not scored in three games. Uh, it's been... We've gone three games without an RSL player scoring a goal.
0: Well, That's pretty I, funny. I don't think it's the first time, is it? <laughs> it's, oh, no, certainly not. It's not <laughs> the first, not the time, first but time. Like in the last two seasons.
1: Really? Has, it been, has that been a thing for us?
0: I'm I feel pretty like sure we've been it, bad at scoring goals for a while. It
1: seems like, but like under
0: Pecky, it always seems like when,
1: when we like lost, it was like one to five or one four or something. I don't remember getting shut out that many times. Um, just because mm. Petke was a maniac. Uh, yeah,
0: I mean, I'm happy to be wrong. I just remember that the offense has not been good under Petke, Kassar, certainly, and Freddie for long
1: stretches of. <laughs> it, you mean our time. offense hasn't been good since 2013?
0: Yeah, pretty much, it hasn't okay. been. Okay, there have been times when it's been good. It hasn't been consistently reliable. Yeah, for several years.
2: So since that time. didn't happen in 2019 we did not have three games in which we did not score and or no rsl player scored rather yeah um i'm just scanning 2018 yeah also not the case oh are breaking ends-
1: set records
2: yeah
0: can i tell you something i really appreciate when i just say something and then matt immediately is like well that's not true <laughs> yeah not blaming uh, Matt. like that's totally my fault but it happens a lot where i just like say something stupid and Matt's like well that's not true even a little bit
2: I mean, it did happen in 2017 <laughs> yeah,
0: okay that's what i said it it happened it 3 does, years ago <laughs> it does feel like it happens a lot No. we
2: we lost to sporting kansas city 3-0 fc dallas 3-0 and new england 4-0 oh i remember that new england game yeah oh. that was it was all right after uh Jeff Cassar got fired and, you know, uh, I've read a lot of, not, I was going to say, re- I've read a lot of books. That's, I've read some books. Um, <laughs> I have read before and maybe soccer nomics or one of those, you know, kind of keystone soccer works uh, that there's usually like a new coach bump and that you tend to do pretty well for like a couple of months. Um, I didn't realize that that did not happen with Mike Petke which should have been a warning sign. I it, well, no, hang on. We won. Uh, we lost the first game he was in charge and then won two games and then immediately lost four games. <laughs> that sums up the Mike Peck era so well. That's
0: right. Yep. That, okay. Yeah, I was getting confused because Jeff Kassar was like really good for like 12 games and then he was really bad for the rest of that season and then he started the... Somehow, I thought that his, that really good section was first, under Mike Vicki, yeah. but
1: obviously his his like- first season was the one where we like were undefeated for like the first twelve games or whatever <laughs> because they were but, all like half of them were draws <laughs> and like everyone, all of us were just like, yeah, like we haven't been beaten yet, but like no one's stoked about this. And sure enough, oh boy, it's it really sucks being an RSL <laughs> fan sometimes.
2: <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> Should we move uh, Notes and News to right here? Sure. And then we'll talk about the games. Yeah. Notes and News. Jingle. There's a jingle that goes here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the funny thing about the RSL show is that they, Mitch usually sings the jingle, but he moved to Portland, so he's not on very often, so.
2: Wait, do they have a jingle? I mean, I should know this.
1: Um, yeah, Mitch, <laughs> Mitch used to sing it.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, huh. Mitch used yeah, to sing I, I know,
0: it I know all about that Yeah, that's right Mitch used to sing it Yep News and note, notes and... Kyle knows what he's talking about Yeah <laughs> I'll let you take it, Kyle
1: Thanks, man I figured yeah, We don't want to step on each other's toes Too much on this one um, So uh, Tell us about this New New news Tell Tell um, What's that news song? Uh, dun, 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 dun,
2: dun <laughs>
1: Carly Absolutely no
0: clue what you're talking about,
2: Kyle.
1: She's asleep, or else I would ask her.
2: Is she asleep in the same room?
1: No, this is oh, okay. this is the where I work, um, and there's also a bed in here for when people stay here, oh, nice. or when I'm in meetings in the early morning and I take them from because <laughs> <laughs> it's because <laughs> it's I love stuff.
2: It. Okay, so, did we already talk about Craig
0: Harrington?
1: I think that's how it goes. So we did I don't think we did talk about Craig Harrington. We
0: talked about him well, okay. I feel like you guys have new news. I know that we talked about his leave of absence. It's a Uh, Frank Sinatra uh,
1: song. It's it's oh it's from New It's the New York, New York song by Frank Sinatra. Because the next uh, thing is yeah. Something spreading the news.
0: news Yeah.
2: Okay. Sorry. It's okay. It was beautiful. Thanks. Uh so Craig Harrington is still not officially terminated. Um which I don't know. I, don't I, f- know. I feel a butt coming on. Uh um but or no. Um there were reports from the Equalizer, which does a great job covering women's soccer in the US, um, and I think outside the US, um saying that Craig Harrington uh, would not be coming back to the club and that they were planning to fire him. Um, but we have done a very bad job firing people this year, I think. <laughs> um, because as far as I know, Andy Carroll is still at the club. And as far as I know, yeah. Now they're Craig Harrington is as well. Um now they're both on leaves of absence, um, but so is Loy Hansen, and I just wanted to be done. It was yeah, so
0: this this sounds familiar. It was reported in the Equalizer, and then I think it was Cindy reached out yeah. to somebody, and she came back with the comment that was like the club says he's still employed, so he hasn't been fired yet. It was yeah, I remember that. So yeah, he's yeah. still, according to the club, still employed. Um, cool. Even there's reports that he's not going to be anytime so, soon. So um, but-
1: is the point to just wait until the person just resigns, <laughs> or her gonna- to keep? The-
0: I Keep mean, if I on- had to, if I had to guess, it's something to do with they're negotiating a buyout. Did did Pecky he,
1: he forcefully re- he resigned? Right, like it was he, they they said it was a, re- a resignation, or did they say they um, were –
2: firing him? They they cut it, ended his contract. Oh, that that's one. right. Um, which we, he was upset about, right? Because he was nah, told right. that he could come back, and <laughs> then they said, "Just kidding," because this club has really uh, been run in some stellar ways over the last. I don't know, seven years, seven and a half years. Well, I don't know what happened see. seven and a half years ago, but <laughs> um, I was reading through some old documents I had just laying around on my computer, and uh, one of them was when uh, when they cut Bill Manning and said they wanted to go in new directions and restructure the organization. It just made me very sad. Speak, Let me pull up a quote from that, actually.
0: Speaking of Bill Manning, uh... I hated that quote. Tie it to today's game, <laughs> so we played the Seattle Sounders, yeah, and they have a player named Christian Roldan. I'm yep. going to tell a story that everybody already knows, but it's my favorite story in the world um, about this team. We had Christian Roldan somehow went through
2: Trevor. Trevor, Trevor, and Trevor what, what, are what? you cutting your finger down on Pod again?
0: Yeah, of course I am. Is it like? Can you hear it?
2: I yes. can see oh, the spikes. Yeah. All right, okay, it's
0: funny it's a nervous tick. Anyway, um Christian Roldan Dan went through the draft and somehow dropped to like twelfth or thirteenth place. Something like that, which is where we were, and then Seattle was right behind us. Yep. And we decided to trade and draft Boyd Aquanu instead of Christian Roldan. Dan. And apparently yeah. that was Bill Manning getting back at Garth Lagerway or something. Something to do yeah. with Bill Manning and Garth Lagerway in Seattle, and they didn't like each other and we thought we were screwing Garth by picking Boyd. Yeah, that's, no, that's what it was. We wanted money from Seattle. That was what it was. We wanted to get yeah. allocation money from Seattle, so we traded and got like a $100,000 for the trade. Drafted Boyd, <laughs> and then they drafted Christian. And, and Boyd now he's lasted like a year and a half, and they've yep. got a national team midfielder.
2: <laughs> yeah, they... They sure flee Seattle on that one. <laughs> got sure. him. They sure did. Oh, <laughs> no. Okay. I've, got, I've, I've got the quote. All right. <laughs> As we move into the second decade of our existence, our growing organization requires a different structure. As a result, several senior executives within our company, and you know who that was, will assume greater roles across various departments with a focus on integration and expanding our ability to capture championships on and off the field. That was Deloitte Hansen, 2015, when they unceremoniously just cut ties with Bill Manning.
0: What uh, what happened, anyway. to Bill Manning? Did he did he find other work somewhere else?
2: Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't know anything um, about that. Do you guys remember who was in the who's been in uh, a bunch of MLS Cups recently? You
0: remember who went from like zero to from zero? The- Uh,
1: (sighs) Toronto maybe I seem to be it's weird I think there was this one year where I think Bill found himself gamefully employed somewhere but just coincidentally another in another location in in North America Toronto um ah, maybe got like Josie Altador and Michael Bradley and a bunch of other players all in that same time frame. I'm sure those were things are unrelated though. Probably. I mean
0: they gotta be, right?
1: Huh. yeah. Didn't didn't um, Maple Leaves player leagues and entertainment sports and entertainment or whatever, did they like give Bill Manning a super high up job? Like, isn't he like pretty high up in that organization? Like, or is it just with Toronto?
0: Yeah,
2: I that's thought a it was question, just with Toronto. I, th- I thought. Uh, oh, he's – no, it's, a, it's at MLSC. He's also president of the Toronto Argonauts of oh, yeah. the Canadian Football League.
1: <laughs> yeah, so he's like pretty high up in Maple Leafs sports entertainment or whatever. So uh, great great work all around from Deloitte Hanson there. <laughs> yeah.
2: And uh, it's <laughs> worth noting that Deloitte is still owner of Real Salt Lake. Uh, we have heard no new news as far as I know on, uh, you know, a replacement for him, which would be nice. Um, but I guess we'll just have to wait. But I don't know. Do you guys think Deloy is like actively trying to get out at this point, or do you think he's dragging his feet a little bit?
0: I don't know if I mean, I feel like if I had to put myself in the mind of Deloitte, he's going to want to get every dollar that he can out of this. And so I'm sure that this process is just going to be dragged out as long as possible. And it's not because Deloitte like refuses to let go. It's just going to be because Deloitte is going to just mire the whole thing in so much paperwork. And for lack of a better word, red tape with this sale that he's just going to try to squeeze every little thing that he can get out of it. And he's also going to try to, protect himself in every single way possible and it's just going to be just this big paperwork nightmare and
1: yeah sounds great that, that's sounds really reason. cool
0: i'm sure that there are so se- i mean we know that there are several groups that are interested and we know the price and i feel like if deloitte wanted to get out of it it would be very easy for him to just come up with a number draft some paperwork and just sell it but The fact that that hasn't happened yet, I'm I'm probably going to blame that on Deloitte. I don't think it's because other people are dragging their feet. If somebody's dragging their feet, it's Deloitte.
2: Yeah. Part of me wonders if it'll be done by the end of the year. Um, There's got to be some incentive to get it on one tax year, right? I would think so.
1: I don't know. I'm sure he's got some weird thing figured out. Um, But yeah, man, I just want this... It feels like we're in purgatory right now. All the games are miserable. Um, it's just, it's just so tough. A roster <laughs> yeah. is terrible. A roster. It's when you hear, <clears throat> like, when you have Brian Dunseth on the broadcast, like basically begging the new ownership to spend money on players like, while he's over, commentating over, on over. players that are playing right then. It's like, I like. I honestly haven't heard Brian Dunseth be this critical in a while. Where he's like essentially trying to coach from the commentators box, like telling the players to go, go, go put it in the box when we have a corner kick and we somehow ending and the, the ball goes back to our keeper or like, there's like little things where I'm just like, I I'm hearing frustration from Dunny. That's, Oh, I think everyone's feeling it right now.
0: I was going to say, is there anyone at all associated with this team? That's not super frustrated right now. Albert, I, I feel like Dunny is just, <laughs> I feel like I'm, I'm sure is Albert. Just, just like feeding off of the fan energy right now. And I'm the sure. fan energy right now is just this team is bad. It needs to be better. Please be better.
1: You I'm sure be Albert better than is you be are. Like super good for the national team right now. And then get him, hopefully, I hope he is for, for our sake and his sake. I hope he does really well, gets himself a new contract somewhere else. And, uh,
2: Speaking of, that's probably the other news item we should talk about.
1: Oh, that's Which right. is
2: on the document, um, but only oh. because I added it after you said his name.
1: <laughs> Albert, Albert Rusnak is missing uh, six games of ours. Is that what it is?
0: Six. Yeah. At six. least six. <laughs> Which
2: is so no, it's, it's It could be more than six if he like sustained an injury or if he was, wasn't fit after his 10-day quarantine. But yeah. it, but as planned, it would just be six.
0: Well, fortunately, cool. with the schedule just. congestion that we have, that's still only going to be like two weeks from now. So,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Is he just Ugh. playing? Is he playing three
1: national team games or just two? I think it was three. Okay, so two. Do two these different...
0: national team games mean anything? Are they like qualifiers for anything? Or are they just yeah? Are these Euro qualifiers?
2: Uh, there was, I think, one Euro qualifier in the. Two Nations League, maybe?
1: Yeah, one of them, the one against I think Ireland is a Euro qualifier.
2: Yeah. I think. Well, I'm just pulling up the, the slate know. of matches right now.
0: Well, That's I it. hope he scores four goals against Ireland. I it actually matters, yeah. somebody's going to pay attention to that, for sure. Hopefully. I know.
2: Oh, boy. Yeah. So, no snack, and we've uh, to say we have decided not to replace him positionally, uh, I think would be an understatement, right?
0: What you mean in these upcoming games? In the one, in the
2: last two. LAFC and yeah. then tonight, where we, just, like, we gave pretended up on Corey the Baird
0: board. could play
1: that position. Uh, <laughs> and then tonight, where we decided, you know, we're just going to play four defensive midfielders instead. Um, that seems better.
2: And... Uh, well, one of them played center back, so I guess that's, that's right something.
1: Yeah, so okay, let's talk about the LAFC game. It was yeah, bad. That's... Um it was really bad. I uh let's see. I think it did did that one start out with that weird Eric Holt, Marcelo Silva thing. Yeah. Our defensive line we we started with our two two center backs were Eric Holt and Marcelo Silva was just um bad went about as well as and badly as we probably assumed um eric hole is just
0: um uh <laughs> i want to believe that he's a good center back i really he has, do he has he has a good touch on the
1: ball but he's not fast and he doesn't seem to have a particularly good amount of awareness and um his uh his defensive positioning... Well, okay, so the first goal that we we had this thing where Marcelo Silva decided to just, like, sprint forward, leaving uh, <laughs> both Eric Holt and um, Aaron Herrera holding that, a line pretty high up.
0: That thing that Silva does occasionally.
1: Yeah, exactly. yeah. But it was like he went up to try to make an interception. He wasn't even running forward with the, with the ball. He, like, he ran forward and then left three on two, and then they basically... It ended with uh, Bradley Wright Phillips just having a tap in at the center of the six because it went off the post and went right to him. Yeah. So that was cool. And then the second goal they had was just an outlet pass to Diego Rossi, who just went one on one at Eric Holt and just completely burned him. Then chipped it over Putna and then (laughs) like, and Eric Holt had he like. Rossi got the ball just right after midfield on the left side, and Eric Holt had all the time in the world to try to like put a body on him or something. And he just backed up, backed up, backed up, backed up, and then just got crossed and then
0: goal. Cool. So, I mean, for that one specifically, I'm willing to give him a pass because Diego Rossi's probably the best good. player in MLS right now. So, like, sometimes I mean, <laughs> Diego Rossi is going to score on you, and he's going to make Eric Holt look silly. I don't know that Eric Holt really could have done a whole lot to like prevent that, but yeah, no, he definitely looked silly.
2: <laughs> I mean, he was out of position in the first place, right?
0: Oh, and then every, had to recover
2: yeah. into a bad position, recover and then couldn't defend him properly because he was coming out of a bad position. Well, I think he'd been he, in the right position. I think he might have won the ball initially, but
0: yeah, well, I think everybody but, yeah. was out of position on that one. There wasn't like we weren't I, I, in a defensive did it come position from at all. A, uh,
2: I'm pretty sure
1: it came from us, like taking a free kick, like or a corner kick, and then all of a sudden we're. That's what's happening on the other other end of the field. So, which is a fun little habit of ours. So, and the reason we had that we had Holt and Silva starting is because Nedum was out with. um, He was a late scratch with hamstring strain, with a hamstring strain, and Justin Glad was had yellow card accumulation, and uh, yeah, no one else. So, OK, it'd be easier to talk about the good people, which were just the normal <laughs> cast and crew, which is just Pablo Ruiz and Aaron Herrera, They yeah. were definitely yeah. the two best players on this team. Crylock um, was fine, I think. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, Krylock's become an interesting one for me. Um, he kind of fades in and out of games when he's in the central midfield spot. Um, when he's in an attacking midfield spot, which... We didn't have Albert Rusnak, and we put Corey Baird there when we have a perfectly fine attacking midfielder in Demir Krylik. Anyway, not salty about that. Um, yeah. Well, I don't know where I was going with that. It was bad. Well, I, I, th- that I think was, that I'm, was just
0: one of the games that Demir just flowed out of more than flowed yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the game wasn't coming to him. He wasn't coming to find it, so he just wasn't really present. You never really... Well, he just wasn't involved.
1: Oh, seriously! Why not play Demir there instead of? So we have fifteen defensive midfielders on this team. Why are Why are we playing Corey? In we're we're so down to play Demir all over the field, except for the one time where it seems like it might be a good idea to play him at the at the ten because Albert's gone. Like why? So you, why would you we know, put Corey there?
2: You know what it feels like to me it feels a little bit like Freddie Juarez had his two lineups for the LAFC game and then this game in Seattle and um, tried to balance them based on that. Uh, Now, I don't think that's a good idea ever. Um, You probably should just play the game in front of you. Um, I guess the alternative is he really thought Corey Baird may be able to hack that position uh, which he was not.
0: No. Oh, man, no. Yeah, I, he don't wasn't. Know. I I feel like there had to be something that Freddie or some coach saw in the way that Corey played that they thought would translate well to that position. I've never seen anything from Corey that made me think it would translate well to that position. <laughs> but, I mean, That's
1: somebody had, had, I, Demir had played that, has played that position sometimes when Albert, like there's been games where when Albert's been on the wing and we, we've put Demir there. And there's been yeah. times when Auburn's been gone and we've put Demir there. So to
0: be honest, just, the times that we did, I maybe this is me. I wasn't super impressed by Demir there.
1: I wasn't either, but so, like I mean, maybe the team was just like, anything. well,
0: we gotta try something else because we already know what we're gonna get out of Demir and it's not gonna be much.
1: Um okay, so then another bad person <laughs> who <laughs> was bad was Douglas Martinez, who is just oh, he is just in a, a a very, very bad run of form. Um, between he and Sam and all their games this year that they've played, I think there was only one goal among the two of them. And that's Sam has Douglas scored. No, he hasn't Doug,
0: scored. Douglas has scored. Has he, he had a goal against somebody where he ran on the oh, ball and chipped he, it over. Sorry, the keeper. That
1: was the MLS's back cup. I, sorry. I guess I was oh, talking about the actual season. Okay. Sorry. Um, yeah, I forgot about the MLS's back. Tournament is cup. um, so yeah,
2: he, he definitely doesn't have any recorded in MRS matches this year. He okay.
1: I don't know what to really do with him. Um he has uh he's I I said in Slack today that he he's built like Gumby. Um he is so <laughs> weak on the ball. He's just like he gets pushed over all the time, he can't finish, he has a bad first touch, he's not good in the air. Except for the the one time he was good in the air was that first fake goal that he scored, but he really hit it, or hit it with his hands. Do you know what I'm talking <laughs> about? Um, it, when he yeah. came on the field and scored, but then didn't. Um, he's just not good. So um, And maybe uh, my mind will be changed eventually, but I he's not a good winger, I don't think. Um, but he's not good enough to be a center forward because he can't hold the ball up at all. And he's not fast enough to... Get behind defenses.
0: Well, and that's the thing. I keep going back to at the beginning of the season. Um, there was an interview where Freddie was talking about uh, Douglas and how they want to use him. And there was something that he said where um, there were too many times where Fred, where not Freddie, where Douglas Douglas was getting the ball and taking it out wide, and Freddie was like, "We don't want him to do that. We want him to receive the ball centrally." And he just keeps making runs to the wings and. I th- it might have been like a halftime interview or something like that, but I remember specifically he said that. And every time that I've watched him since, like that's what he does. He gets the ball and he goes to the wing. He's playing like a winger, and I don't think he is intended to play like a winger. That's just I don't think so where yeah. his positions end up. And he, I mean, his major contribution, at least today, was getting the ball out wide and putting a cross in. And he, yeah, and he I mean, has crosses, were crosses. Were like whatever, but. That that was his contribution. He wasn't really dangerous. Hold, like you said, holding the ball up. He wasn't really dangerous with his speed. He wasn't really dangerous in any other way except when he got the ball out wide and put a ball in. And Yeah,
1: and he I think he did have the really nice cross to Sam Johnson who uh, just inexplicably can't score either and headed the ball wide despite it would have been harder to get that thing off frame. And he somehow managed to go wide with a header inside the six. Yeah. Um, he also did the funny uh, bloopers thing where you're going to kick a ball <laughs> and your plant foot kicks it out from your uh, kicking foot and you miss. That was fun. That was a fun little gift he gave us. So Sam is – Sam, what really sucks is I think we've destroyed him because he was in that really good run of form. Um <clears throat> And he had like he was scoring on like every other shot he was taking. And then like he just completely fell out of the lineup, whether it was injuries or pet key or what being late to training once being late to training a single time. And then if it's Freddie doesn't rate him or I don't know what the deal is, but like when he does get time, it's like uh, it's with our our worst players on the field it, when he, but then when he gets chances, now he can't bury him because he's just so out of form. It's just like another player I think we've just destroyed. So,
0: yep, <laughs> Good I would us. agree. Yeah, like, no, I mean, you guys, saw, I tweeted that pretty much exactly. Yeah. What you just said, like, we don't use Sam Johnson to any kind of potential that he has, like, we don't use him properly, and so he sucks, or at least it appears that he sucks because (laughs) he's never been, or not never, but
2: under Freddie anyway, and under Mosta
0: Petkey he's never been in a position to succeed. He's never been put on the field in a position where he can do anything good. He's always either comes on with like seven minutes to go, or he starts, and if he starts, it's with sorry, terrible players. It's in a five-three-two where it's just Corey up top, and we have no attack. Like, and he's a player that like needs an attacking midfielder. He needs a number ten. Kyle Beckerman is
1: playing our attacking midfielder position essentially. Yeah, like that was what we were looking at
0: today. And so people are going to see Sam Johnson play today and be like, "Oh, he was terrible." And he was. He wasn't great, but he can't be great in that situation. He can't be good, and he is. I think, the second or third highest paid player that we have. Like, what? why do we do this to ourselves?
2: Speaking of doing this to ourselves, um, let's also talk about Jason Ramirez. Yes, please. um, Who uh, is getting piddling minutes. They're almost, uh, we feel like we need to play him minutes, uh, but they're not, we feel like, he can make a difference, minutes. Yeah, and there's certainly not we want to develop him minutes.
0: They're non, what? Uh, yeah, they just they're non-contributory minutes. Like they don't. They are, they, yeah. There's no way for him to contribute with the time that he's getting on the field. I think on average he probably gets what seven minutes, seven to ten minutes. If he, if he's in before the eighty-fifth
1: minute, it's like oh, he's lucky.
0: Yeah, and he gets like three touches on the ball because that's all you can get in that amount of time. Like we have no idea what this kid is capable of, what he's good at, what position he plays. Like we don't know anything about him because we don't see him there.
1: He is our third designated player. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um so this was t- uh, tonight against LAFC, not LAFC. Seattle. Seattle. Uh, Seattle. So sorry, against Seattle I think was his longest performance. Wow, at Seven. 15 minutes.
1: Was that 15 is that what you said? Yeah. Wow, that's
2: cool. I thought he came in at
1: the eighty-fifth
2: today. Uh, today, oh, today we may have, but that was L.A.F.C. Uh, oh, L.A.F.C. was yeah. Sorry, right. I, I misspoke the first time.
1: Um, yeah, he's getting. You know, we, we got to get Kyle to five hundred appearances, so uh, we can't we can't be playing Jason in the middle.
0: What is his position? What do I think we he's
2: a right, right wing? Right. I thought he was a
0: winger, but he okay. hasn't like been playing. As a it's, winger, when he gets into
1: the game, it's already at like such a hectic point where we're just like launching. Yeah, we're just everywhere,
0: and we're trying to
2: things, right? Yeah, yeah so we're, it's we're like,
0: either down by one or two goals. Yeah, no, that's pretty much it. We're down by one or two goals, and he comes into the game, and there's no real.
1: It's so sad. So that way sucks. To use um, him, yeah, it's ah. And is is this not the game where you you're tar- you're starting Tate Schmidt? Are are we really in a position where we, where we can't be starting uh, Jason? Is that – like we can't be starting one of our designated players? Because like what's the deal? We're um, starting Eric Holt. We're starting Tate Schmidt. We're starting Justin Portillo.
0: Yeah, and, I mean this is the game that like I, – I, I don't remember who I was talking to. I think I put it in the Slack. But anyway, I was basically saying that um, – yeah, the, like, this lineup is, I don't remember where I was going with this. The lineup was basically put together as, like, a. It, it, this was a give-up game. Like, we knew yeah. we were not going to win. That's what it was. Somebody said Freddie should be trying to win, and I was like, he. I'm sure he would like to win this game, but he's not trying yeah. to win this game.
1: it's because we were making fun of Alex for saying. Yeah, that's probably what it was, um, but. It, yeah, and it's because Alex was basically, like, saying that, um, there was there was critique over the lineup obviously and um and alex said like you know this is freddie trying to win this game and i said he's playing four defensive midfielders yeah. like we're not trying to win this game you, i mean obviously the coach will never say that you're trying to lose but you put it's a strategic it's a game that you don't that you go into being okay with a loss because that that was certainly the case here and um like Andy Larson was in that combo as well, and he was talking about how like refusing to play your young players gets very like uh, end of Tyrone Corbin at the Jazz era <laughs> because like and that was one of the big things when like Quinn Snyder took over the Jazz, and I know it's a different sport. Shut up, but um, like Quinn Snyder's first couple years with the Jazz were pretty rough. But he was playing and developing young guys that you could see where – and he was trying – he was forcing them to play a certain way where he was – where you could see where things were being attempted to be pushed towards. And it ended up working out really well. Um, It's really frustrating to see that, like, even for these gimme games that, like, we are 100% okay with a loss for – we're not even getting actual jason time
2: like that's yeah that's absurd yeah that's kind of my position too it's I, uh like our our use of i mean our, our roster distribution is all wrong right um having jason not playing having sam johnson not playing um like th- those are two like valuable slots in mls Okay, after a uh, very small technical difficulty caused um, solely by Trevor, who (laughs) forgot to plug in the laptop he's using that isn't his own, he assures us that he was told the power would last much longer. Trevor, does does your roommate listen to the podcast?
0: Occasionally, sometimes. I was told very specifically that it's been charging all day, and it has because it never moves, and his battery holds like a six-hour charge, so it should have been fine.
2: Well, it was not fine. And uh, Thanks a lot, <laughs> Bo. Just kidding.
0: We had a dog um, you probably out. can't
2: hear me. We're fine. Anyway, so <laughs> uh, we're back. And uh, we, we have not followed our outline very well, so there's not like a discrete uh, point to pick back up on. I had just been talking about how uh, our roster construction is um, abysmal? Yeah, it's pretty bad. So let's talk about that. Um, Because that kind of hits on everything we talk about with the LAFC match and the Seattle match, right? Unfortunately. Yeah. So so here's the question. Um, I've been trying to think, um, like, who really is to blame for our very poor roster? And there are a number of choices there. Um, Most recently, Elliot Fall is in the general manager position. He's only been in since January. And it's been uh the weirdest year on record ever, right? For All like yeah, well, for so many different reasons. Like the weirdest yeah. year I bet the year 1066 was pretty weird, but I wasn't alive back then, so I don't know. Um yeah, anyway, weird year. Uh do we blame Craig Weibel? Do we blame and this is where I think we blame uh Deloy Hansen?
0: I think it's got to be a combination of like all of them because I mean, Craig built the majority of this roster, right. Of what, what is currently in place. And then left. And then we've got Elliot fall who bless his heart. Um, just kind of inherited a little bit of a mess, got put into a position that he, I, I have no idea. He may not have been ready for and was just like, he had no power at all. I, if he was the wanted to go and sign some big, huge player, it would have been very easy for the team to say no um, just because of his inexperience. So I can't imagine that he had a whole lot of sway, uh, not nearly as much as Craig did, I'm sure. And so the signings that he's made, I think, kind of reflect that. And I think it's tough to... So, I mean, he is kind of at fault, but I think it's tough to blame him for. I think it's just that Deloy has created or did create such a terrible environment and has been putting himself in the middle of so many signings, either re-signing players that are garbage or saying no to signings that would have definitely improved the team that I think you're right. I think it mostly has to be on Deloitte, but I mean, Craig and Elliot do share some kind of responsibility for it as well. Just maybe not as much.
2: Kyle, what do you think?
1: Oh man. It's, I mean, it really is all of them. I, I, I also learned that we have a new, uh, a role tonight. Um, I learned tonight that we have a role called, um, what did I say that I said it earlier? Do you remember?
2: I do. It's, uh, it was director of performance. Um, now it may have been these looking at the uh, front office page may have been the sports science lead of performance Coach. That title makes no sense. Yes. Yeah, like Sports <laughs> Science Lead of Performance Coach.
1: This person apparently is uh, in charge of our substitution pattern, I apparently, from I learned from Samantha Yarick today. So, that's oh, something yeah. interesting. What but, was, um,
0: yeah, that I mean,
1: of course, it is it is all of them. I don't know. It, it's hard to know what conversations have happened, but we know for a fact there have been signings that have got to Deloitte's desk that he has said no to for no reason really other than just the, the price. Um, I honestly, I, it's, it's, it's losing the Academy kids that have gone on to be, um, to play in Europe. That's, that's a piece of this because we were supposedly developing a lot of this talent that we, uh, was either to one, make the first team better or two to sell. And neither of those things happened. um, so there's that, and then there's uh, like um, Dan Egner, who apparently uh, was a piece of this, who's now gone from RSL. Did we talk about that? I can't remember. Oh no, we didn't. Dan Egner is gone. That's who Andy Williams was seemingly tweeting about in uh, tweet storms, who said that quote You haven't um, got you haven't got one MLS caliber, caliber player." Uh, to the to RSL, which was a funny thing to tweet, but it's just like I don't know. It's all of them. I I don't. I honestly have no idea where the buck really stops. I think Freddie probably is the least responsible <laughs> for the, but like again, he makes baffling um, roster choices. It seems uh, on game days, so or maybe that's the secret sports science coach of ministries united uh health and science guy (laughs) maybe it's him that's making the roster decisions i
2: don't know do you do you think he made the decision to play giuseppe rossi for more than five minutes because that appears to have broken him Uh, boy
1: i am so disappointed by that to be honest
0: what the fact that giuseppe rossi is injury prone
1: well that that we couldn't make it work with him for even, I mean, we knew he was injury prone, prone, but he couldn't put together continuous 30 minute appearances for a few months. Like, come on. Is he, is he, I guess he's more broken than I expected. And what's so annoying is that like Natum was hyping him up. Giuseppe Rossi was hyping himself up, basically (laughs) demanding more time. And then he gets 45 minutes or 60 minutes or whatever it was. And then he's, Apparently in a coma, so (laughs) I don't I don't know what to I don't know what to think about any of that. I'm just bummed that it didn't work out because I and it's not going to work. I mean, he'll be gone after this season, right?
2: I mean,
0: uh, there's part of me that like I'm going to say I hope so, but what I mean by that is if this team signed him, signed Giuseppe Rossi to like a two or three year deal. At this age, at this point, that would be really bad roster management.
2: Um, speaking of really bad roster <laughs> management, this is my favorite thing about RSL's roster. Um, do you know who signed a new contract at the beginning of the year? One, Luke Mulholland. Oh, yeah, of course he did. Oh, remember
0: a minute ago when I was talking about like, re-signing terrible players? Yeah. That's that's what I was talking about, that exact thing.
2: It's... Uh... It's it's still baffling to me that he's still on the roster. Um, he uses and, a senior spot. He hasn't played more than forty five <sighs> minutes in three years.
0: Yeah, it, he doesn't. Just, he doesn't like today was the game today. This game today against Seattle was the game where like if you signed Luke Mulholland for any reason, today was it.
1: They're just doing him a favor by keeping him on the roster, right? Oh, like, there's obviously. no.
0: That or, like, Luke had information on Deloitte. Like, there was zero reasons to re-sign Luke.
2: Does he even play with the Monarchs? As a
0: player, he is... No, he doesn't play with, like, anybody. He he
2: was playing with the Monarchs, and then he got injured.
0: Yeah, because what a surprise. The injured, always injured guy got injured. Like, it's just...
2: (laughs) He played six games in USL this year. Cool. His last one was just a month ago, actually. 74 minutes. I'm so... This is, I
1: cannot believe we re-signed him.
0: <laughs> this is why I partially blame... Elliot, this is, the, this is exactly what I'm talking about. This is why it's partially Elliot's, Elliot's fault, but not really Elliot's fault at the same time, because the only players that he's been able to, or maybe only been allowed to sign, are like USL players. We've signed Academy kids, and then players from the Monarchs, and that's about it, besides Giuseppe Rossi. Like and over the last over his tenure. Like that's Ashton been the majority Morgan of his science. And uh, Ash oh, Morgan, yeah. who is bad, and Alvin yep. Jones, who I is know. bad.
2: Well, so so here's the thing. Beyond <laughs> being bad, uh there so MLS provides a roster. You can get a MLS soccer slash roster slash twenty twenty slash real hyphen salt hyphen like. Try to remember that. Or tweet at me and say Matt, what was that link again? <laughs> Um, That's going to pin that link to his, to his Twitter. Yeah. And it's about as close as we get to like an official roster. Um, (laughs) And of course it's MLS. So it uh, is
0: as close as we can get to something official and it's on the official website under the official roster section. Yep. Sorry. I love
2: MLS sometimes. Um, So Alvin Jones and Ash Joan Morgan, um, both are international players, so that's I think an an important thing to talk about. Um, when COVID nineteen hit, um, we know this, this is fairly public uh, that uh, there were players who were in line for a green card uh, that uh, ended up being delayed because that's a thing that because of certainly. reasons, yeah. But we know that there were there were national delays around green cards and whatnot. Uh for whatever reason. We don't have to get into that here. Um, but certainly we need immigration reform now. Um all that said, um Alvin Jones and Ashton Morgan, uh both international players, um, and would stay international players. Um, Morgan grew uh born in Canada, played in Canada for Toronto FC. I still think like there should be some system where if you've played in M- an M L at an MLS team for so many years, or if you're Canadian, you don't count him as an international. Yeah, but he, clearly you do. So, um, anyway, that is what it is. Um, so, he's an international. Alvin Jones played where uh, he's been in USL for a bit, but um, you know, international for Trinidad and Tobago, I believe it is right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're both international players. Um, Arcel couldn't get green cards for other players. I would imagine that Demir Krylik was probably up for a green card. Um, Marcel Silva, I'd imagine, was probably up for a green card. Uh, Just judging by the length of time they've been in the United States and kind of the historic pattern we've seen. Um, So we have all seven of our international players slots filled, which, of course, we only have seven because... We gave one to Colorado Rapids basically for free forever because I guess things can always be worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so as a result, uh, neither Morgan nor Jones are actually listed on the roster. Um, they're, they're listed as on loan and not counting against our international slots because they're on loan. Now, where are they on loan to? Probably nowhere um they haven't played for other teams I believe they're still training with RSL um though I could very well be wrong there um they're just they they're not playing uh they're not, they they roster, they basically, play against the basically
0: they're like paid they're rostered player yeah. they have a contract with the team but because we only have a certain number of international spots that they would take up we can't free up any international spots with a green card to any existing international players they're not allowed to be on the mls roster because they there's not room on the roster for them basically
1: yeah what i am confused though so we have seven international slots just at at all times yeah Yeah. so how did we have jones and morgan on there before when we already have seven
0: because we would have been expecting other players or those players to be getting green green cards cards. because if you have a green card you're no longer uh, you're no longer counted as an international player
1: and so somebody like Demire or or Marcelo would have on, got one. Why 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 was their green card dependent on
2: on that? So so my guess is maybe Krylik maybe Silva um, would have been would have applied for green cards. That process was probably already started because um, it's it's like a year long process. Yeah. Right? Um, and when COVID nineteen hit, that hung things up. Uh, that were in progress, hmm. um, okay, because of our country's extremely lackluster response to yes, a global pandemic. Okay, all right. That I guess that makes sense. So I'm guessing MLS uh, worked their weird ways and said, "You like we'll we'll pay these players, uh, and you can count them as on loan." Um. Uh, But they 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 can't
0: participate in any matches or anything because they're not on the roster. Yeah.
2: Luke Mahon is, so.
0: Yeah. Thank God for that. All right. He's coming real handy. Oh boy, Luke Moholland. I anyway, can we just, just look into that? We please 12? move on from Luke Mulholland? Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no.
1: So we've got another game. I'm <laughs> so mad about that. Do we play Sunday or Saturday?
0: Oh, I don't know. Let's find out. Did we finish talking about Seattle? Uh, it's a game, game
2: of Should yeah, we talk about the Seattle game? It was very boring. Know. It was exciting for five minutes, in which uh, Seattle scored a goal. That was part of the exciting part, which is bad. They scored an own goal. Yeah, for, they scored an own goal, and they scored a goal of their own, and that's what made it exciting, um, which tells you everything you need to know. It is Saturday, by the way. Who are we playing? Vancouver. Bon- <laughs> Vancouver. 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 <laughs> oh, yeah, Kyle, I'll send you that song. It uh, Every yeah. time we played Vancouver back in the off the crossbar 1.0 days, we played this amazing song. Oh, so good! Song. Um, it's
0: legitimately my favorite song about Vancouver.
1: And we're playing in Portland against Vancouver. Correct.
0: Yeah. Ah, boys, we're gonna lose again. I mean, we might not because Vancouver also sucks. They also lot, beat us. I at, think they also
1: beat us at Rio Tinto a few weeks ago. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, we we suck too. I'm just
2: saying, like. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, how do we preview preview this game? Like, we're going to rotate again. We'll probably go back to the same lineup we saw on Sunday. Um, Maybe a change or two, right? Maybe. Um, And it'll be the same story ad nauseum.
0: Yeah, I feel... Here's the thing. We've been trying to predict a lineup and we've got it wrong like every single time. But I feel like, like I said, today was the game that we were going to lose. We put out our losing lineup. We weren't trying to win and we, because it's Seattle, like Seattle, they're one of the best teams in the league this year. They're very good. So it's fair enough that we just kind of like give up on that game basically. Vancouver kind of sucks. We could get points against Vancouver. So I would expect to see a pretty good lineup against them. But we also don't have Giuseppe Rossi or Albert Rusnak or, uh, who else are we missing? Oh, Everton, Everton, uh, and Natum.
2: So, Vancouver actually has the uh, the worst goal difference in the league.
1: Nice. In the so league with
2: DC United and San Jose this year. <laughs> Vancouver's even worse.
1: Did you see that uh, stat that Vancouver, DC United had been outshot by New York City FC 50 to like two in over two to, games? 50 uh, to nine. 50 to nine over two games. That's insane. That's pretty That's great. That's
0: incredible. Didn't they get like. I thought the first time that they met, was that the game that um, ended 1 1 and New York City had like 30 shots to use three and it was still a tie? Oh, man. It was like the most lopsided XG goal, XG goal, x X, expected goal margin of like any game in like several years or something like that. I love it. I thought it was like New York was XG was like 3.8 and DCU's was like 0.2 and ended 1 1. Something like that? Something like that. That sounds right. Speaking of XG, did we get a final XG
2: for today's game? Uh, Let's see if FB Ref has published saves yet.
0: Because last I saw, it was 0.16 for RSL. Yep,
2: that's what I saw. And I
0: think Seattle's was like 8.5.
2: Is that not good?
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, it's pretty bad, Matt. I would expect you, the statistician of the pot, to know. I'm that. just
1: staring at Albert Rusnock's 14 assists back in
2: 2017. <laughs> yeah, Matt, remember how hopeful we were?
1: I'm looking at his 10 goal seasons in 2018 and 2019. And his wow. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Speaking of stats, can we talk
0: about a stat real quick? Sure. So Charles Barnard, friend of the pod, brought this up. Mm -hmm. Um, We've scored as a team this season. In the first half of games, we have scored
2: three goals. In 2020.
0: In 2020. For like all the games that we've played. And I I lose track of how many that is. But three goals in however many games it is. 16 games. That's trash. But what was the number of goals we've scored in the second
2: half? The uh, remainder of the goals we've scored this year. <laughs> exactly. What is that number? <laughs> uh, 20. It was like 20 something, right? Yeah. I'm pulling it up right now. But they're all in the second half. We have scored 21 goals this year. So, okay, so 18, 18 goals, goals in the second, second half. half. So we we're obviously not... a way wow. better
0: team in the second half than we are in the first half.
2: Fair? Um, I mean... Yeah. <laughs> what about that is
0: making you hesitate?
2: Um, is that not really.
1: a reading of those of uh, that statistic? I, saying way better kind of implies that we are at any point good.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's kind of weird. Um, all right, well let me let me get to the point of what I'm getting at. There was today it kind of came up on Twitter again. It's come up in the past. There's a lot of people who don't like Freddie Juarez, think he's not a good coach. Mm. I'm tend to agree based on a lot of the things that we see, but I think it's worth pointing out that he is definitely the kind of coach that can make adjustments in the game. We've seen yeah. him when he makes subs, he tends to get it right. If he makes them at the right time and a reasonable time, he can adjust at halftime and he can adjust in the second half to make this team better. Yeah. And yep. to play that better. true he doesn't always set the team up right, but he figures it out most of the time. I think think that's fair. Is that a fair read of Freddie Juarez as a coach? Uh,
2: I think so. I think he's, he's a smart guy. Clearly. Um, I think he understands the game pretty well. Um, And I think you're right. Maybe he gets in his own head or overthinks it. He's clearly like a, a fairly young coach at the MLS level. Yeah. And people like to say, Oh, he's not that young. Like, Really, this is his, his first full year of coaching in MLS. And we like to say, like, oh, yeah, he coached Real Monarchs, which I think counted for nothing. That was uh, quite possibly the worst roster I've ever seen. Uh, <laughs> the team was terrible. No, they were um, a dumpster fire. Yeah. And before that, like, I mean, it was,
0: like, 2016, he was still coaching at the academy. Yeah. 16, 17, somewhere around that period. So, like, yeah, he's definitely a young green coach that's still learning i mean he's been coaching a long time but not at all at this level
2: so i'm inclined to give him a little bit of the benefit of the doubt um, combined with how i mean our our roster is not set up well oh Oh, oh um, my goodness
1: well and, and also like complaint like getting freddie fired now like what's the benefit of that like, it's just stupid. Like, just wait for the new owner. And if they decide to keep him, then you can, like, cry about it. But, like, we're not going to fire Freddie before there's a new owner. Like, it's just not going to happen. It's just, like, just stop crying about that. Cause I'm seeing that there's that part, there's that account that always fights with the RSL show guys about this. And it was live <laughs> tweeting about how mad they were during, oh. like, while <laughs> listening to the last RSL show. But oh, it's like, why who's going to fire Freddie? Like, seriously, is Elliot going to fire Freddie really? And who even knows if Elliot, Elliot thinks he's going to have his job in like a year from now or six months from now? Like, no, no one's firing anyone right now. We're just going to, everyone's just putting their head down and throwing Tate Schmidt out there to volley a ball into the side net. That's just what we're doing now. And we're yeah, just going like, to have to make it through this.
0: <laughs> it's just an extension of. The fact that, like, this season doesn't matter. Like, yeah, there's no decision about anything that should be made based off of results from this season. Well, that's not true. There are some decisions that can still be made, but you can't fire a coach based on the results of this season. And I think we've seen that across the league. I think we've only had one coach get let go or fired this season.
2: It was uh, Chris oh, Armas was, in New York. Was Frank DeBoer this season? I thought he left what, in the offseason. Anyway, whoever who's anyway. who's over Atlanta right now?
0: Uh it's what well, it's I don't know. Deborah left. Um Deborah left. He's in charge of the Netherlands now, and he lost to <laughs> Toto Martino today, which is very funny. That is really funny. <laughs> but no, like it
2: How the did coaches he get the
0: Netherlands job. He's a, a magician, dude. He is the epitome of like failing upwards. Ajax Inter
1: Milan Crystal Palace Atlanta United then the Netherlands dude how
0: nobody knows especially after his tenure at Atlanta he was trash but well, that like that's awful.
2: that's it my point like Gramlos is back that he was fired
0: Okay. Yo, you got yeah.
1: He got fired because of the MLS's back tournament. That's well.
0: I mean, did you see Atlanta at the MLS's back they tournament? Were so bad. This is my yeah. point. Like, they're usually by this point in the season, we've got like half the teams have fired coaches because they're terrible. We've yeah. got San Jose, who has <laughs> one of the worst GMs in the league and one of the worst mm-hmm. coaches in the league, one of the worst teams in the league, and, and they're, they're still fine. ahead of us some points. D- yeah, DC United has Ben Olsen who has historically been not that great and is having an especially bad year, not his worst because he still holds a record for the worst team <laughs> in the history of MLS. But Oh yeah, uh, they're finally talking about maybe he's on the hot seat, but nobody really thinks they're going to fire him because this season doesn't really count for anything. It doesn't yeah. matter. So like, what, yeah, it's, it's like you said, Kyle, like what do we have to gain by hire or firing Freddie? Like who are we going to hire in his place? We don't have the ownership group right now. And even if we did have the ownership group, what coach is available that we can hire right now?
1: Yeah. Jason doesn't make any Price. sense. Hey. Yeah, <laughs> we we Steven tried. Glass is the uh, current interim manager of uh, Atlanta. He's He he was the manager for Atlanta United 2. Remember when all those USL teams just kept naming themselves 2 at the yeah. end of the list?
2: Do you think he's related to Ira Glass?
1: He is. Yeah, he's Ira Glass's Scottish cousin.
2: He's <laughs> <laughs> pretty
0: rad. I believed you for like two seconds too long, Kyle.
1: <laughs> Dude, he played for the Railhawks. What a funny, weird name, the Railhawks. What's the significance of that name?
0: I don't know. I don't they were know. in North Carolina, weren't they?
1: Yeah, but what's yeah. a Railhawk.
0: I, I My guess is it's related to Kitty Hawk somehow, because that's also in North Carolina. But that's as far as my knowledge of Hawks in North Carolina goes.
2: The only Rail. thing I find is about the soccer team.
0: It's not like the state bird or something?
2: No. It. If Yeah, I looked up Railhawk on Wikipedia, and it's all just about the Carolina so, Railhawks.
0: So there's not even like a real bird called the Railhawk?
2: Did they so invent
1: the it? The H is capitalized, too. Railhawk? I'm so confused.
0: All right. Well, we'll get prepared for next episode <laughs> and talk about Railhawk's next episode.
1: I, I, I'm, I'm
0: digging I think, through the I just feel history. like we can't spend 10 minutes researching this mm. <laughs> while we're recording a podcast.
2: <laughs> okay. This is what it says on Reddit. I don't believe it. <laughs> um. So the story is that when the owners were looking for a name, they were taking a look around the pitch and noticed the rail lines next door and a hawk circling oh, overhead and no. thought the combination sounded cool.
0: Oh, what? No,
2: Nope. <laughs> that sucks. So it's a combination <laughs> of railroad and hawk. That stinks. Oh, man. That's I think that's true. That never bummer. led me astray. So that sucks so much. Really anyway, uh, back to Arsa.
0: What were we talking about?
2: I don't we were talking about the that,
0: manager of Atlanta United.
2: That that might be the, as
0: good. How there is no any. point
1: to fire Freddie. That really there <laughs> is. Mean, it's there's, stupid. Stop stop clamoring for it. It doesn't matter. Um, we yeah, need it like, doesn't
0: matter. Just seven demeaning. other things to happen first before yeah. we consider firing Freddie. Seriously. You can That doesn't mean
1: it doesn't first. mean don't get mad at Freddie for being stupid and not putting in Jason. You can do that. Just demanding him being fired for any yeah. of this is stupid. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, you would just hope that like this Mr. Is President
1: the period Trump, where Trump, sir, you must resign. <laughs> it's like demanding <laughs> Trump resign or something. Like it's just not gonna like a happen. Trump
0: reply guy asking yeah. him to resign.
1: Sir, you're gonna be you must resign before you go to prison, and then you'll go to prison after you resign um yeah just it's dumb don't don't ask for Freddie to be fired because he'll just get replaced with like who that would be funny who who would replace him at this point ted eck luke mulholland ted eck
2: <laughs> nice so it would probably be uh is it stefan siebert daryl shore who stefan siebert uh wrote a book and oh, has is this a the Ava author? Ava license.
1: <laughs> um, it's gonna be Alex Horvath.
2: It could be a different Alex. Oh,
0: it okay. probably can't be a different Alex. There's only one Alex that's related to RSL that we acknowledge, and that is Alex Horvath. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All
2: right, I'll hold on. So, so I found a photo of uh, oh Stefan Seibert, and <laughs> I posted it in Slack, and I just needed to see it. Or you okay. can just Google Stefan Siebert and you'll see it.
0: Okay.
1: Oh, I love this guy. Look at that. Look at that hair.
2: Anyway. Looking good, good. my guy. Looking good. Um, he His experience prior to RSL was, I think, largely uh, coaching at a college level. Sounds Good great. enough for me.
0: Let's hire him. Let's make him the boss. He's in charge now.
2: All right. Good enough for me. Okay. Anyway, can we
0: end this pod or get back on track? <laughs>
2: uh, yeah, I think that's fine. All right, um, maybe. And although, give me, you guys talk about something. Give me one second. Um,
0: <laughs> uh, Kyle, what's up? Uh, um, have you been on any hikes lately? Ooh, oh, a- I, I did
1: a really good one. Um, in American Fort Canyon a couple weekends ago, uh, went up to above Silver Lake in American Fort Canyon. So you start at Amer- uh, Silver,
0: you start at Silver, what's, what's it Silver called? Silver Lake Trailhead, probably. I st- guess.
1: Um, why can't I think of the first, the one where you park though, the <laughs> reservoir? reservoir yeah. I don't oh, know my why I can't Silver Lake. I'm sorry. Um, is it just the Silver Lake Reservoir? I can't even remember what the first one's called for some reason. I'm just Wait, stupid. from
0: American Fork Canyon? Yeah. It's the only thing I can see is Silver Lake from Big Cottonwood Canyon.
1: Oh, sorry. Okay, so Silver Lake Flat Reservoir is where you park. okay. Which is up above Tibble Fork. And then you hike up to other Silver Lake, not the Big Cottonwood one. And then above that is Silver Glance. But – um silver lake there's a just beautiful views of Timpanogos and the whole canyon back there it's it's a it's a, it's a great place it's a good time what's the hike like is it very long um it's, it's not too bad it's pretty it can be kind of steep I think it was like uh, maybe like six round trip we got oh what what did happen though is so we, we passed a bull moose and a cow moose on on the way up oh, yeah and they were, they were very beautiful. And in the, in the fall trees, it was great, but coming down, uh, we were coming down in the dark and they had moved to be directly on the trail in a spot where we could not go around anywhere. So we kind of got pinned on the trail for like half an hour cause we couldn't, uh, we had to wait for them to move because they're scary and big. So, uh, yeah, but it was great. It was good. Matthew, have you done your research?
2: Yeah. I think I found a bug with transfer market. Um, it it listed him as the coach of Springfield College, uh, where he had previously coached. But it said he was appointed today, but plus you know the seven hours to make it GMT. Um, so I think I just found a bug. But so for a second I was like, like, like did Stefan Siebert leave RSL and take a position back at Springfield College? I don't think so. But if he did, then I found it, and that's weird.
0: Okay, but nothing, well, nothing
2: else. Also, there's Check another RSL
0: tomorrow for the exclusive <laughs> scoop about RSO coaches leaving in a mass yeah. exodus after a loss to
2: Seattle. <laughs> um, there's a Stefan Siebert who is the uh, spokesperson to the German government. Apparently, so that's a cool.
0: Spokesperson? I think there's a different name for the spokesperson of the government. It's usually like a press secretary. Oh, he, or he's the
2: spokesperson for German Chancellor. Angela, uh, Angela, Angela? Angela, Angela Merkel.
0: Angela Merkel.
2: Yeah, Miss Merkel. <laughs> Madam Mrs. Merkel, maybe? Madam. I don't know what it the is. The Chancellor. Chancellor Merkel. There we go. Yeah.
0: Chancellor mm-hmm. Merkel. Call her that.
2: Anyway, uh, cool. Should we end the episode? I don't know. Yes. There's a game uh, on Saturday. Watch it, I guess, if you want.
0: If you want. Who are we playing again? Vancouver. Vancouver. Yeah. Yeah, go Come watch on. that.
2: Go watch that video, Kyle. I will. I will. Okay. Well, it's has right, Been a pleasure and a privilege. Sorry, my laptop died, guys.
1: Hey, it's okay. All right, guys. See you. See you later. We'll talk. Talk soon. Bye. Right, Thanks you bye. for listening. Good night. Bye.